Hello, this is Supriti from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 9th of March. India registered 4575 new COVID-19 cases and 145 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 29 lakh, while the death toll crossed 5 lakh 15,000. The active COVID-19 cases in the country comprises 0.11% of the total infections, with the recovery rate at 98.69%, as per the Health Ministry data. So far, India has administered over 179 crore COVID-19 vaccinations, of which over 18 lakh 69,000 doses were given yesterday. NDTV reported that Biological E, a Hyderabad-based pharmaceutical company, has applied for emergency use authorization of Corbivax, the COVID-19 vaccine for children aged 5 to 12 years. The Drugs Controller General of India is expected to give the authorization soon. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 440 million people, claiming the lives of 5.9 million. As per the broadcasting platform Lithuanian Radio and Television, Lithuania has withdrawn from its decision to donate over 4 lakh doses of the Pfizer vaccine to Bangladesh after the country abstained from voting at the United Nations General Assembly to condemn Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The Delhi High Court today issued a notice and sought a response from the Delhi police on a bail plea of JNU student Sharji Limam, Bar and Bench reported. The case relates to the riots that took place in Delhi in February 2020. The court sought response on the grounds of the sedition charges filed against Imam. The case is based on Imam's allegedly inflammatory speeches in Aligarh Muslim University and the area around Jamia Millia Islamia at the time of protests against the Citizenship Amendment Act in Delhi. Imam's petition in the High Court challenges the trial court order that has denied him bail in the case. The Delhi police had issued an FIR against him, to which the alleged offence of UAPA was added later. The charges framed against him by the trial court were under sections 124A, which pertains to sedition, and 153A, which pertains to promoting enmity between different groups on grounds of religion, among others. Live law reported. The division bench of Justices Siddharth Mridul and Anup Kumar Mendirata remarked that the lower court had dealt with nothing in the case. The court further stated and I quote all these offences are less than 7 years we are asking you the delhi police why should he not be enlarged is he a flight risk will he tamper with evidence who are the witnesses end quote the delhi police's lawyer had said that imam had been charged with section 124 which carries a life sentence in response justice mirdul said that sedition requires specific calls for violence The court said and I quote the sedition issue has been dealt with by the court long back the incitement has to be of violence there has to be a conscious act propagating promoting violence please examine it end quote advocate tanveer ahmed mir representing imam claimed that in the fir filed against him the delhi police had taken out three lines from imam's speech to frame its charges ahmed stated and I quote if you read the speech in its entirety you will see it is different On as many as 25 occasions Imam says we don't have to incite violence end quote the matter has been posted for further hearing on 24th march the aam aadmi party has reportedly kept its candidates in goa under guard amid defection fears ndtv reported this comes a day after the congress shifted its candidates to a resort in goa 
The prediction of a hung assembly has led to the ring fencing of candidates by the two parties in order to avoid the situation that they faced in the 2017 elections, with several candidates leaving the party. Congress leader P. Chidambaram, ahead of the assembly election results in Goa, stated that his party is always on the guard against parties that might steal their candidates. Meanwhile, in Uttar Pradesh, the Samajwadi Party today tweeted a video of an election commission official as he admits to lapses in moving electronic voting machines in Uttar Pradesh, Scroll.in reported. This comes a day after the party chief, Akhilesh Yadav, accused the district magistrate of Varanasi of transporting EVMs without informing the candidates. The State Election Commission has, however, dismissed the claims. In a statement, Ajay Kumar Shukla, the Uttar Pradesh chief electoral officer, said, and I quote, Some political parties have brought to our attention that a few EVMs were being transported in a vehicle in Varanasi district. On investigation, it was found that these EVMs were for training purposes. These EVMs were being taken to training locations at a college in the state on March 9, 2022 and were kept at a food grains warehouse. End quote. The results of the assembly elections will be declared on March 10. Listeners, our team of reporters and producers were on the ground in the poll-bound states and brought you stories that matter. You can catch up with all their reports, both video and text, under the tag Assembly Elections 2022 on our website newslaundry.com. To continue bringing you stories such as these, we need your support. As you know, we don't depend on ads from the government or corporations. We are a reader-funded ad-free organization focused on bringing you news that is of public interest. Help us keep the spirit of independent news alive. Go to newslaundry.com and hit the red subscribe button on the top right-hand corner today. Our lowest subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. Pay to keep news free. The Bombay High Court today presided over two PILs filed through councils Mahesh Chetmalani and Sanbash Jha, challenging the procedure for selection of the Maharashtra Legislative Assembly Speaker. While referring to the differences between Maharashtra Chief Minister Uddhav Thakre and Governor B.S. Koshyari, the court stated that the highest constitutional authorities not trusting each other is an unfortunate state of affairs, NDTV reported. On the procedure, Jait Malani, representing BJP MLA Girish Mahajan in one of the PILs, stated that the current method that was brought into effect through an amendment in December 2021 is unconstitutional, as it provides only for the Chief Minister to advise the Governor on selection of the Legislative Assembly Speaker. He added that the Governor should be advised by a Council of Ministers and not just the Chief Minister. Jait Malani further argued that the court's non-interference in the issue would be marked as its failure in protecting public interest. To this, the court remarked that the Speaker is just a member of the legislature and this PIL matter doesn't affect public interest. The court observed, and I quote, The public is least interested in who is going to be the Speaker of the Assembly. Just go and ask the public who is the Speaker of the Lok Sabha. How many in this court will be able to answer? You have to show that this issue is worthy of a PIL. The Speaker is just a member of the legislature. What is the public interest here? End quote. After the hearing, the Bombay High Court held that the procedure of the Speaker's selection doesn't breach a citizen's fundamental right to equality before law, as guaranteed by Article 14 of the Constitution, and thereby dismissed the pleas. Following Nana Patoli's appointment as the State Congress President last year, the Speaker's post in the Maharashtra Assembly remains vacant. 
The Supreme Court today granted bail to AG Perariwalan who was convicted in Rajiv Gandhi's assassination the Indian Express reported The Apex Court had long held on the bail plea as the governor is yet to decide Perariwalan's remission from prison The Supreme Court bench headed by Justice L Nageshwara Rao stated that Perariwalan had undergone imprisonment of 32 years with two paroles earlier and without any complaints Rao said and I quote since he has already undergone sentence for more than 30 years we are of the considered view that he is entitled to bail in spite of the vehement opposition by additional solicitor general K M Nataraj end quote In opposition to Perari Valan's plea the center had stated that the appropriate authority to decide on the request was the president it was further argued that Perari Valan by citing a delay in his mercy plea had already availed the benefit of reduction of his death sentence to a life term and therefore cannot claim further benefits To this the Supreme Court stated that the convict had produced sufficient material to prove his conduct during long incarceration acquisition of degrees and ill health The Apex Court said and I quote in view of the stand taken by the Union of India that the state government does not have the power to entertain the application especially after the sentence of death imposed has been reduced to life the matter will have to be decided finally end quote Perari Valan was arrested and sentenced to death in May 1999 after being accused of purchasing an 8 volt battery that was used to trigger the belt bomb which led to the death of the then prime minister Rajiv Gandhi In 2014 on account of long pendency of his mercy petitions the sentence was commuted to life imprisonment In Tamil Nadu the AIA DMK government had soon ordered the release of all seven convicts in the case On an earlier petition filed by Perari Valan in 2018 the Supreme Court had stated that the governor was deemed fit to grant pardon in the case Ukraine's Deputy Prime Minister Iryana Vereshchuk said that the Ukrainian government is moving civilians through six humanitarian corridors including Mariupol the besieged southern port city the Indian Express reported In another incident at least 10 casualties have been reported on account of the Russian military's attack in Severodonetsk the eastern Ukrainian town AFP reported US President Joe Biden in a series of sanctions on Russia has now banned Russian oil and other energy imports thereby piling pressure on the Russian administration to halt its assault on Ukraine. On the other hand, private military firms witnessed an increase in demand in Ukraine amid the military invasion, BBC reported. According to Robert Young Pelton, a Canadian-American author and an expert in private military services, contractors are being hired for amounts ranging from $30,000 to $6 million for evacuation of people from Ukraine. The Indian Ministry of External Affairs had yesterday stated that all Indian students stranded in Sumy have been moved out of the city and are currently being taken to Poltava from where they will board trains to western Ukraine. The ministry also stated that flights under Operation Ganga are being prepared to bring them back. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 